Hey everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. This is Catherine, and this is episode number 18. We have a lot to talk about today. We're A lot of news came down through the last two weeks uh, from the Destination D event in Disney World, and so we have a lot to talk about. But as we always do, we're going to start it with topping it off with Matt, um, where we're going to talk about a drink you can find at one of the Disney resorts. Okay. Um, Catherine and I were able to attend the opening day of Pizza Rizzo in Hollywood Studios this past week, and we both got alcoholic beverages, and Catherine said that I was not allowed to steal (laughs) the drink that she got for my Topping It Off segment, so I will go with the one that I got, which is an Italian beer. Um, It's the Moretti Blonde Ale. And it was really good. And um, there's a video of our trip to Pizza Rizzo that you can find on YouTube um, at the WDW Happy Hour YouTube page. Um, I really enjoyed the Blondel. I usually don't really like Italian beers. Italian Italy is known for their wine, but this was actually a really good Italian beer. A really non-controversial Blondel that had a good taste, and I really enjoyed it. And it's $9 for a 20-ounce draft of Pizza Rizzo. You can enjoy a little... Is that big? Like, that's pretty big, right? 20 ounces, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because usually they're, like, closer to, like, a can. It's 12, right? Mm Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. I thought you were going to say, but I'm going to steal her drink anyway. (laughs) Suck it, Catherine. Yeah, (laughs) no. You know, kind of a mad thing to say. Do you know... Have they had this at, like flower and garden or like food and wine or anything i have no idea because typically i stay away from italian beers because i've had them in the past and i have yet to find an italian beer that i like so they very well might have but i haven't tried it yeah it sounds familiar like when you said you were going to order it i was thinking i I know i had to go back and look at in flower and garden because i did a flight there yeah Yeah. moretti is actually it's an italian beer but i think it's they they got purchased by heineken um Hmm. a few years back so i it's not really like authentically uh brewed in italy but it's still really good i do like blondes yeah. beers and, <laughs> and, wife. Uh, and wife and wife <laughs> but, yeah so i'll try it yeah. next time yeah that's my choice well wait until i do my topping it off and then make no, a decision okay. on what to try there okay because i'm a lot more passionate about my choice but we'll get to that in another week <laughs> So let's talk news. All right. So as Catherine alluded to, uh, Disney D23 hosted their semi-annual or biannual? Biannual. Biannual. Destination D event at Walt Disney World uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So a week ago. Um, And so they made some, a few announcements there. So the first one is they released concept uh, art for shops and restaurants at Pandora, the world of Avatar. So there's going to be a main restaurant, and it's going to be called Satulia. I know, Sat- every one of these is just Yeah, like, they're oh. made up words, so I don't need, you yeah. know, what, uh, canteen. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty cool, the, the art, um, but there's no real details about it. No food. No, like, nothing. Kind of and food? right, we, and because it's a made up world, we don't. Essentially, yes. I mean, of like um, the shops and There's Wind Traders where you can find Navi. Is that the, yeah, the people? Yeah, the people. Uh, cultural. <laughs> We're <laughs> <know>. real crazy <laughs> about Avatar on this podcast. <laughs> right. Is, you know, that's actually a question that I had about this. Is there a community mm-hmm. out there that is just passionate Avatar no. fans that this are so movie excited about this? I so think, much money I think there was, must be. No, I disagree. I think this movie made just so much money being the first 3D movie that they were like, we gotta put this somewhere. And this it wasn't was, like the first 3D movie. It was the first like real 3D movie. successful. Yes. Yeah, wow. it was like the first foray into like a really good 3D movie. When did Avatar, when did it come out? Like 2000. Way long ago. Yeah, it's been <laughs> a long say, time. Nine or ten. Yeah, it was at least 2009. Well, this land has been, was announced six years ago. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Kath and I watched Avatar for the first time shortly after this was announced. Um, just because we were like, we've been putting off watching Avatar because we had no desire to see it. But if it's coming to Disney, we probably should watch it. And I think that movie sucks. Straight <laughs> up. I'm not going to mince words. I, I don't think it's a good movie. Yeah. 2009 is correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, 
Well, I'll finish through. So that was so. There's wind, wind traders. traders. Mm -hmm. it sounds like a shop. Cultural yeah. items, toys, science kits, and more. And then the thing that will probably interest us the most is a place called Pongo Pongo, a special drink location with a design that is eclectic as its expat owner. Yeah, that was so, the one that sounded the coolest to me. Yeah, I, I, I hope it's like smaller and intimate. Like I, I'm I, assuming I, yeah. alcoholic yeah. drink location. Oh, I, 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 it better be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that looks kind of cool. So, hmm. I'll tell and, you. Oh, oh, just and. They confirmed it's going to open summer 2017. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. No date, no official date. That could be. Oh, that could be August. May. Could be that May. could be end of August, right? That could so. be 2018. When they push back. <laughs> I was going to say it could be pushed back. Yeah. I I feel two different ways about this. Yeah. And maybe yeah, I'm sorry if I'm. Um, for one thing, I think the pictures and everything are really exciting. I think it looks like a yeah. fun place. Mm -hmm. I just wish it was something that was more. I don't know, culturally relevant than yep. it actually is. It seems so lame. I, I was trying to, you know, I, I, I was trying to think, is there something else that's a really good attraction or land that I could care less about? But because Cars. it's, yeah, right? That's, but, that's a good point. But that doesn't, that doesn't, it's still a fantastic, oh, like, yeah, park, park area. area. Yeah. Right? So, so it can be done. I, I've seen maybe an hour of this movie, like bits and pieces, just like catching it on HBO when it first came out. I could care less about it as well. <laughs> However, with cars, but, I think that kids uh, and a lot of people still care about cars as a franchise. Even though Avatar was the more successful movie, it was a runaway hit at the time. I feel like at this point, you know, nearly, it was 2009 that the mm -hmm. movie came out, near, you know, over seven years after the movie came out, I just don't think that people really care about it anymore. Like Scott says, like, yeah, there's an environmental message, and that's well and good. A lot of other movies have that. I mean, WALL-E has that, you know, but I just don't think that that movie was as, you know, has the staying power and was as pervasive in pop culture that it warrants this whole thing. But I mean, it's happening whether or not <laughs> yeah, I... Right. You know, I agree with it or not. So hopefully, you know, it's going to be cool on its own merits, even if you're not a big fan of Avatar, much like if you're not a huge fan of Cars, the Cars Land is awesome. It, it jumps, it seems like it jumps right off the screen into that area. So hopefully Pandora is going to be very similar and it's going to have some cool shops and attractions that you can enjoy, even if you're not crazy about Avatar. Another thing, I don't know how we demonstrate on here is other than maybe link to the video but did you see the video of the animatronic it's unreal it's, it's unreal insane yeah it looks crazy it I looks like it a person animated. in makeup yeah absolutely like, and uh, unreal they said that that animatronic has as many it's not hydraulic which most of them are um and it's got as much technology in the face of that animatronic as hopper has in its entire body in It's Tough to Be a Bug, and right now Hopper is the most advanced animatronic huh. that Disney World has. Correct. So this is like as much as an entire <laughs> animatronic in just one small area. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so it, that did look really cool, and I'm I like anim I mean I like animatronics. That's why I like I like Disney. So it'll be interesting to see, but we'll have that emotional connection. I just don't know. Right. All right. So. Next thing that got announced at Destination D is Disney unveils the Magic Band 2. So named model MBR1G2, the original, as G1, um, has a removable puck. So that is the biggest change. It's made by the same developer, Synapse, works on the same RFID radio signal. Um, so those familiar with the current band... It's one unit, right? It's mm -hmm. right. one solid piece of plastic. plastic. Now the center part looks like it pops out. Pops out. And that's the battery, right? That's no, your, it's that's the actual unit. unit. The, the unit. unit. Correct. With the speculation being that you could have it in a keychain. Yeah. Or, so they they showed or a some Duffy. Yeah, that or was what they sure. had, uh, originally said. Like have like your your entry will be a Duffy. Like you'll put it in Duffy, and that's how you'll get it in the park. Which is ridiculous to me. 
that like everyone carries the dead paper. No, I mean like if your kid wanted to put <laughs> in a stuffed animal, right. that could be his magic. I band. sure as heck wouldn't be putting like my credit card information in my kid's stuffed animal. I'm just saying. Right. I, I'm. I'm. It, it seems like all the same technology. You know. Pins, I'm assuming it's all the same. You still well, I would assume that the innards are a little different. I mean, it's been a couple of years, so I'm assuming that the the technology, the actual chips inside, are a little bit more advanced. Just because, I mean, you know, technology sure. comes a, a long way. I don't know about that. Have you been on the Disney website lately? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as it was in 1990. Yeah. The so it says they're supposed to deliver the first bands later this year with a full rollout taking place in early 2017. Hmm. So these are completely, um, completely replacing the current Magic Bands, right? No. So existing Magic Bands will continue to work. No, but what I'm saying is they're not like going to resort. produce anymore. Probably not. Like if you I, that, that would be my strong okay. assumption. Okay. I'll be interested to see if I get a new one for the trip the 6th to the 10th of January. I doubt it. I don't think so. Because mm-hmm. those will be coming soon to you in the mail. That's true. They probably get mailed. Yeah, that's true. They do get mailed. I haven't heard anybody having them, or you know, I I know they changed the package of to be a little bit more eco friendly. Yeah, the Incredibles box that we've come accustomed to. I think it's a similar look to it. Yes, it's just changed a bit. We've talked about this in the past when this was um, widely speculated. This isn't like a this this is a, a. badly kept secret because i think we everyone kind of knew yeah because we've talked about this on a past episode that this was that this Mm -hmm. was coming down the pipeline this was widely rumored so i mean it it, this doesn't really change anything i mean you're going to be able to buy presumably disney's going to make more money on custom bands much like the fitbit alta and the new Fitbits where it's just a puck that you put into an actual band. And then instead of customizing the entire thing, you can have a bunch of bands and, you know, you just you pop the puck out, put it in a new band, and that's that. Although, I mean, I think it's also kind of a cash grab for them because I'm sure they're going to release so many yeah. customized, like, oh, you can only get this and this will match. I mean... Like, as a Mets fan, Matt, are you going to get the blue band and then maybe the next time get the orange band and then put the blue puck in the orange band? Like, people, like... Yes, I am. I wasn't going to before. I wasn't going to before, but I am am doing that now. I can do a Scarlet Gray for Ohio State. That's right. There you go. Yeah, and that that was something that has been bantered about as well, (laughs) is is the color of the puck remain constant, or does that... It, nobody saw like actually held it so nobody knows if the inside puck actually because they said you could color coordinate well if you have a blue puck then your puck is always going to be right blue. and then you put it within in a, yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah, certainly right. you can make the colors coordinate mm-hmm. but it'll be interesting well, I, I guess we'll soon well, see yeah we'll have more information about that I'll shortly with my doom <laughs> well, I'm wondering also what that's gonna do to like the OG magic bands like they'll like, still work I know they will but like are, is there gonna be like a big like grab for them now like in the length of Disney World history I mean we're probably gonna have magic bands for the foreseeable future. Oh, do you mean like will the yeah, first like, generations be yeah, like, oh, retain I have value because it's like a yeah, first generation? Yeah, like I have a first generation. I don't think so. Just because think about how many there are out there. We got 24, so hopefully yeah. there's a huge market for them. <laughs> yeah, it's just, resale market. <laughs> there's got to be millions. There's got to be millions of magic, uh, first generation magic bands out there. There's no way that these things are retaining value. There were millions of Barbies too and those things yeah, retain value. True. Sure. sure, Scott. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Starting lineups. We'll go. Scott with has a house filled with a million Barbies. Is what you can all learn from that sentence, oh, listeners. Wow. Why didn't I go with GI Joe? No, yeah, you went you right open the door. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Wide open. Okay. What's up, next Rob? Next one is um, major transformation maybe coming to Epcot. So this isn't necessarily a whole bit of or details, but uh, Parks and Resorts Chairman Bob Chapik, again at D23, Destination D, said uh, they're looking at Epcot and they there's a plan for major transformation. 
Um, likely expect less emphasis on exhibits and replicas and more on the characters and rides typical of most Disney theme parks. Hmm. Moving away from progress today. Yeah. He said it will be more Disney. It will be even more relevant than it is today. And at the same time, it will stay true to our original vision. Stay tuned. There's a lot more to come on Epcot. Even more relevant than it is today. They don't have to do much. It's right. in future world. I mean, just walk into interventions. Like. Oh, you mean that empty building? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, there's hardly anything there. Right, right, right. There's only, like, two things in the one interventions. You gotta wonder, though, what is the time frame for this? Oh, it's oh, gonna it's be... it's far, far away. Yes. They've still got... They're, it's still a construction site at... Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. And now... Hollywood Studios. Studios is <laughs> unbelievable. You're not gonna hear about details of this proposed expansion. I'm hoping D23. I said... I was gonna say, at the very earliest... Minor details will will roll out at D twenty three. That's my. But if thinking. I remember correctly, there might be a little bit of panic about Epcot because I think it, when we were talking about the the change in attendance, it was like a three percent increase in attendance at Epcot this past year when compared with like Universal parts, Studios, yeah. which is going up like sixteen or seventeen percent a year. Maybe yeah. there is a little bit of like, oh man, we got to get our stuff together. Or we're gonna fall behind. I hope this Animal Kingdom thing is an anomaly with that construction. I really do, although I can't imagine it is because New Fantasyland took freaking forever, too. Yeah. I Disney mean, Springs took forever. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. But it's great. Disney Springs is great. But yeah. the end result is fantastic. Right. Yeah. The, I mean, I have no doubt it's going to be amazing. Your problem with these long um, goals with expansion is that these projects get greenlit years in advance before they begin building. So your problem with creating something that's technology-based or in Epcot, where you have an emphasis on futuristic design, is if something gets greenlit two years before you start building it, then it takes three to four years building it. Then you already have something that is has been in gestation for six years, and by the time it actually gets built, you run the risk of it being not relevant anymore. So, you know, that's, that's a major thing that I would be, uh, if I was part of planning for the Epcot expansion, I would be really, um, you know, hyper aware of that. They need to possibly fast track some of these things to stay relevant. Not even to mention the life of the expected ride or attraction. I mean, that is probably what 10 to 15 years now that you need a ride to be around mission space has not been a lot around that long i mean 2000 yeah it's gary sinise so they want to they they have to be future proofing these attractions and that's a hard thing to do but again i'm not an imaginary do you know what i think future proofing means nowadays though is making them associated with movies so if you make a wally themed attraction even if the attraction's technology gets a little bit old, you still have Something Disney in it. Right. Yeah, so, so it's that's not why quite Mission as space is not quite right. as great because it's no. just a, a ride. Yeah. It has no Disney affiliation at all. Mm-hmm. That that could help. We're even creating a few attractions like Soren, where yes, Soren is permanent. But you're you can easily switch out the experience, mm-hmm. put the California right. version, and put point. the world. Yeah, yeah so like maybe Soren something. Soren was future proof. Yeah, that, that's a great because example. it it allows for scalability. Like Catherine said, you can add a you can upgrade the screen, you can change the video, but it's still the same experience, just better. I think that's another thing that I mean by future proofing, and they have to make sure that the the attractions and rides that are coming to that expansion fit that mold. Otherwise, they're going to be in trouble. So, yep, good point. So, on this similar subject about attendance at Epcot, um, Disney announced Epcot International Festival of the Arts to debut in January 2017. It's going to run for six weekends starting January 13th through February Twentieth. You miss it, Scott. Just by like three days. Dang. Yeah, so it's gonna run uh, Fridays through Mondays uh, on those six weekends in between that time period. So there's gonna be different Disney artists. That it, the details weren't too expansive here. Um, it'll celebrate visual, culinary, and performing arts. Hmm. So they're gonna do 
um, a theatrical show featuring new showcase of favorite music and Broadway talent at the American Gardens Theater. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. it would be really into that. Um, and it sounds like they're going to have food kiosks. Um, they don't use the word kiosk, but food studios. <laughs> Your eyes and taste buds will battle over which sense is getting the better ta- better treat. Touch and taste labs. <laughs> so, um, so this is the third festival that... Interesting if they are having those kiosks. Is it only going to be Monday or Friday to Monday? That's, that's, the, that's so weird. They, like what? They're they shut stress, down? They stress in here six weekends. So, and hmm. it says it will hmm. run Fridays through Mondays and unveil new, brand new art each week. Well, you know what? Maybe they're thinking based on that time of year. Yeah. That oh, yeah. it's it's only worth it from a monetary perspective to roll it out on the weekends, and maybe if it is a widespread success, then the next iteration, if they do it again, then they'll open it week long. I think this is to get the locals. That maybe the weather's not that great, but they could get the locals out that enjoy the the art, and because they got rid of, I never experienced it at Downtown Disney, but the Festival of the Masters. Um, so it sounds like this is going to replace that, which was vendors and artists that would come and set mm-hmm. up at Disney Springs or downtown, downtown Disney. Disney. At the time, yeah. Um, it also gives it's an extra something to do because if you think about it, after Food and Wine, Christmas, the marathon, there's really nothing until space. Flower mm-hmm. and Garden. So I think it's kind of a good idea that they're doing this. To I do too. Yeah. Keep it going all year round. Yeah. There's Thanks something. There's something special at Epcot all year round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what the, I mean, I think they see the handwriting on the wall is the park's (laughs) declining, so let's do these things. And they work. I mean, we go, right? So Yeah, we And we love it very much. (laughs) Right, so. We get excited for food and wine every single year, so. But if there wasn't something, those events, you maybe go there once or twice. Well, for us, we're probably the exception. Yeah, but, but on, on a typical trip, I think this adds, you know, this is added incentive. I think it's a great idea. I hope cool. the extra magic hours will kind of align with yeah. that yeah, or that's true. make that a little bit more enticing. But Yeah. Anyway. All right. And then our last uh, topic is Magic Kingdom is now offering private cabanas for $650 a day. <laughs> so these are... Um, off the concept that are that have proven popular at the water parks and resort hotels and castaway key um they are private white tents that you could rent for 650 dollars a day they include shade shade free seating, shade seating drinks and snacks whoa, whoa wait did you say shade yes where, yes. Wait, where could, is this looking okay okay so yeah so it, <laughs> so you get shade seating Drinks and snacks and reserve viewing for parades and fireworks. Um, it is nice. right next mm-hmm. to the entrance, basically of, uh, or not basically of Space Mountain. It's an eight-person cabana. So is that down in that smoking area? No, mm-hmm. I saw where they're at. So if you're if you're looking at the entrance yeah. to Space Mountain, you're you know you're ready to go through the queue. It's to the right, mm-hmm. right there. They I know they set up like face painting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Under there, um, it's it's just to the right there. Okay. It kind of, before you would go to the bathrooms all the way to yeah, the yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, they're set up right there. This is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Well, if it had air conditioning, I would pay that. It I doesn't. Would. <laughs> would you really? You'd pay well, $650 just for Just go into Carousel Progress. You get it all, it's all day. <laughs> yeah, but how but, often are you going to be... If it was just me there. and Rob, I would be like, no. But if we were with a big group of people, maybe, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't, first of all, I don't equate cabanas with that setting. Like, if you're going to pay for a private cabana, I'm, you know, you're usually sitting poolside at a resort or, like, at a nice hotel in Vegas where, like, you get actual, like, wait staff who brings you you know, food and drinks of your choosing. If they sold alcohol in the cabanas, that would probably get us in in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> but what if, what about like a, like a super busy day or like you want to be there on Christmas? Like, and I know that it's probably impossible to get these, but like say Christmas or New Year's Eve or the 24-hour event. 
See, I it, would maybe do it for New Year's Eve because there's like something special about being there that day. Right. But like the 24 hour event, like if we would have left, let's say we had the cabana that day. And what if we left? What were we going to do? There was everything was crazy. So yeah, like I'm not going back to the cabana. I'm going back home. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, to the hotel. I would absolutely rather if anyone's considering this, please look at the rates for contemporary sure. or the Polynesian yeah. or the Grand Floridian. Yeah, they might be expensive, but you're probably paying less than 600. The price is a little high, 650. That's, that's a little. That's insane. And they're totally well, a lot, sold out. To be nitpicky. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I just don't. It's it's crazy to me. Um, I I just think it's ridiculous. Nah, well, you know, there's if. So we go with families. I guess. Like big, like big families. There's obviously a market yeah, for. Yeah, there's it. a market for. It. So, Someone's gonna buy this. I mean. But who's? It's going to. It's a plastic tent. It's they going they to compared be it so similar hot. to to the ones they use at the front with the security scanners. Awesome. Mm, maybe. Very okay. luxurious. I retract my It, it does include shade, though. <laughs> free shade. <laughs> I forgot about the shade. Never mind. The fact that they include this shade. in the press release is incredible. And that's the first bullet. Like, like, like there's no there's no shade anywhere else in the no. Magic Kingdom <laughs> except these cabanas. There's like trees right next to the They've removed all of the shades so you that this is where you have to go. Insane. But, Just insanity. Yeah, yeah so... Whatever. Should be interesting, and then they said if this, um, I guess this is a, a test period. So if it goes well, might move to other parks, oh, um, or something more permanent. Can't wait to get some shade in the Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Maybe that's Epcot, actually where they need it. Shade at the World Showcase. <laughs> that's true. Maybe during Food and Wine. I yeah, you know what? If you had <laughs> if you had a central table that you could come back to in Epcot mm -hmm. for Food and Wine, I would get that. <laughs> I would this pay actually, six fifty in the World Showcase for something. Like that, that actually makes sense in the World Showcase, especially mm -hmm. if with that you got private wait staff. Like if that's because no, I'm serious. Go to Belgium no, I, and get me a waffle. That's like a going, lux, that's a that's a luxury <laughs> item. Like, like if you yeah. if you were in a luxury hotel in like Las Vegas and you were sitting poolside and you paid that hundred something dollars for a cabana, typically you get um, waitstaff who comes to and from your cabana and mm -hmm. says, "Can I get you guys drinks? Can I get you guys anything off the bar menu?" Imagine that in the World Showcase during Food and Wine, you have a party of eight. You're all there, okay, you chip in, it's $650, so you're looking at, you know, less than $100 a person, which still is expensive, but you've got shade, you've got your own private wait staff, and you've got the countries, you've yeah. got a place to sit, mm -hmm. you don't have to rest your food on a garbage can. <laughs> it makes sense in the World Showcase. It doesn't make mm -hmm. any sense to me next to Space Mountain. And or any other park. Yeah. Or anywhere, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are essentially half-day parks, so there's <laughs> no reason you should be wasting your I money. Need to write to Disney. I would, I'm, I'm now thinking about that oh, more. Oh, Maddie's changed his if tune we, on If that. we had a party of eight that we were all going to chip in equally, and it was at World Showcase, and, you know, you got wait, you got a private wait staff, I could see splurging for that once, especially if it was like, I don't know, around someone's birthday. That sounds like wink. a, a <laughs> special <laughs> event. Looking at my wife on an October birthday. Yeah, I mean, I think that's totally. I mean, it's to, I mean, it's it's a luxury purchase, but I don't think that's unreasonable. The Space Mountain thing is completely unreasonable to me, but someone will buy it. I assure you. Apparently, it's difficult to get a reservation. Speaking oh. of difficult to get a reservation, and this kind of just piggybacks on the news <laughs> story. Um, so DVC uh, announced that they're doing a VIP Soarin tour for free. Uh, correct. Um, so you go backstage at Soarin, you see the whole mechanism of how the ride works, and you get to go. I'm assuming you probably get to ride the ride too. I believe so. I would so. bet you do. Um, and it said on the Does website. Does shade? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even air conditioning in there. Um, but. I thought that this looked really cool, and it said most Wednesdays, and we happened to be down there, but it it said we had done this before. It was mostly Wednesdays. It was the most, like, wishy-washy <laughs> writing in this press release, but they said you can now reserve from now into 2017 if you want to do this tour, so I was mm -hmm. like, dang, I want to do that tour. We were down there when this was announced. 
So I called the 1-800 number for DVC um, guest services or whatever. Member services. Um, yeah. Was busy the entire morning. I finally got through around 11.30 noon. And the first automated message is, if you're calling about the Soren tour, we are completely booked up until May 17th, 2017 <laughs> in a matter of three hours. So <laughs> oh my good God. luck with that. We were trying to get in that day. Like, yeah, oh, like, maybe. yeah, maybe we can walk in. I mean, I guess if it's Wednesdays only, maybe that makes a little bit more sense if there's only like 10 people allowed on it, I guess. But that <laughs> is, is insanity. Just can, is it just till May to do the reservation, or will it? No, will I think that was the the, they, the cutoff. They said no, but they said we will release more dates as it gets closer. It was a, again a very, a very vague explanation of when they were going to release more dates. Right. It said keep checking back for more dates, and it was like, no thanks. I don't want to be on the. It, it was just crazy. <laughs> I just think that wow. would be really a cool thing to do. Totally, that, if you can get in. Yeah, I guess that's pretty wow. much. Impossible. I'm interested if any of our listeners um, were able to book that. Um, please let us know. Or if you've done it before, because I think they've run it in the past, uh, like on a limited basis. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. So, well, as I just alluded in that little story, <laughs> um, Matt and I took a very, very last minute trip to Disney World two weeks ago. Yes. Um, we just kind of did it very spur of the moment. Booked it on Wednesday, went down on Thursday. Yeah. So, um, leaving us only the All-Star Movie Resort to stay. What did you think of All-Star Movie? I actually didn't mind it. Um, that was one of the few... The, we haven't stayed at a lot of the values to this point. We've stayed at Pop Century, and we've stayed at the Art of Animation Hotel. This is not as new as the Pop Century Resort, <laughs> but I actually kind of liked it. Um, I, I like movies, so it's a, <laughs> this is a perfect so hotel perfect. for me because really? I love movies. Did it have shade? Yeah, so our room much. had shade. We were in like the crappiest, uh, it's, it's segmented much like Pop Century is, is separated by decades. The all-star movie is separated by movies and movie franchises, so there's the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> there's, which I would, that would have been my choice. That's your jam. What are, the, what else? Toy Story. Toy Story. Um, crap, what's the other one? Oh, 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians, and we were in Herbie the Love Bug. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. That's cool. So, it, I've never... Oh, Fantasia. Fantasia. But there's also... 2000. No, there's a regular it's Fantasia half segment. Fantasia, half Fantasia 2000. And we, like, you know at Pop Century, how they have, like, the huge, like set pieces like the huge tramp the huge blue big wheel so there's like the hippo um ballerina and then across from it there's like a bunch of crap that you have no idea yeah, it's and like, then you're what like what is this even from it's a jack-in-a-box like a scary jack-in-a-box i'm like what movie is that from and i've seen it and i was like that's not memorable what a tease to be like you're in the fantasia area 2000 uh, so close there's a cool like they have the big sorcerer mickey hat and for us they had the love bug like the actual herbie split it's like, yeah on one side but like every section has like a pool except for ours we had like this thing that just said the winner's circle which was like herbie was actually supposed to be there but he wasn't there but evidently <laughs> foreign guests like to deface that herbie so they have to why does it, it have out. to be foreign guests that's what i was told Okay. That that they have to take Herbie out because he's not respected it during certain times. I didn't know. Yeah. I had no idea that Herbie yeah. was so, so controversial of a figure. So very similar to Pops the room. Yeah, and stuff. Very, yeah. Um, and yeah, totally. oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um I actually liked like the furniture was a little bit more sleek. Like it was like like very like it looked more IKEA than like do you think it was rehab or refurbished? No, no idea. No, it wasn't I, bad. I, it, I, yeah, the it price wasn't, the price is right. Sure. Yeah, the price mm -hmm. was much cheaper actually for the entire stay it was less than a cabana at the Magic Kingdom. So I'd rather have been able to stay three nights than Yeah, I'd rather have a room and a bed <laughs> yeah. than, a, <laughs> than shade. Than shade. <laughs> Which um, you, of which you also get shade in How disappointed were you when you didn't get Mighty Ducks? I, I, I know. He didn't even know until oh, and he also out. when and also <laughs> when we walked in they're um, playing movies in the lobby across from the uh, concierge, and they were playing D2, The Mighty Ducks Are Back, and I was like, oh, this is one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. And then, and then the, I saw the there was a Mighty Ducks area, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be sick. Herbie the Love Bug. I guess.
guess something I'll say about the all-star resorts that I did not realize, and this is totally my fault that uh, I should have just looked at a map. I didn't realize they were all right next oh, to yeah, each other. Yeah. Like I didn't like it's like a complex. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you go, it's one gate, one security mm -hmm. gate gets you in all of the all stars. Yep. Um, yeah. And it's to... right near that McDonald's. I also didn't yep. know that because I was like, where are we going? Animal Kingdom. There's three all stars. Yeah. Right? Music, Music, movies, and sports. sports. Yeah, you start movies is the furthest back. It's sports music and then movies is in the very back so you're sharing buses with the other no other you're not there is an inter all-star bus i saw oh that's it that goes yeah um, there was one that just said sports oh, so it would that. pick you up and take you to sports and at all-star movies interestingly enough there is a bus that runs to espn um wide world of sports oh. which uh, i never seen before i get like I, only I'm thinking Mary, because a lot of Mary, sports teams yeah. and whatnot Probably that wouldn't be the worst thing for the marathon if yeah, you didn't, to have, you know, to if, have that transportation if you right. didn't have a car. So, um, yeah, like we were waiting for Hollywood Studios the one night and we were like, okay, okay. And the bus pulls up and we like get on and they were like, Hollywood Studios, right? And she's like, no, all star or uh, why we're all sports. And I'm like, dang it, who's going to water all the sports at 6 p.m.? The answer was no one. Yeah, no, no one, one was. She just the drove bus, away. The bus was empty, so... <laughs> But anyway, what a waste. En enough about that. Um, we went down there, um, well, just because we wanted to go, but we wanted to check out all of the Christmas stuff that was popping up that we talked about on our last podcast, and we got to check a lot of it out. And The first night we did the Christmas party, so you want to talk about that? Matt I, has been dying. I have dying I to have talk about that. I have so much. Yes. <laughs> I have so much to talk about with this. <laughs> Catherine, can you first tell, just... You start this off. Okay, so we went to the Christmas party on Friday night. Uh, very similar to the Halloween party. We like it. I like the Halloween party better, so just to give you that background. Um, there are a lot of special character meet and greets. Um, and actually, we got to meet Nick and Judy, and that was my highlight, I think. Yeah, that was um, cool. They were there in Tomorrowland, and it was a long wait. We waited probably just as long as we waited for Jackson. Are they Austin. only there for the Christmas party? Yes. They are not there for anything else because there was a cast member in line behind us and he was just like letting his guts spill while we were waiting <laughs> in line. But he was like, you know, I don't understand why they don't do these because the costumes are expensive and they're only in the parade. Why can't they do meet and greets? Mm -hmm. But they were they were really, really cute. It's right where Buzz Lightyear is. So if you're interested, that's where Nick and Judy hops are. Um, so that was really cool. We did, um, we tried to hit up as much of the specialized stuff as possible. This year we talked about they changed like the cookie yeah, distribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It used to be the same cookies, the same hot chocolate at every spot. Right. Now they've changed it. Um, so we got to do, there were like peppermint bar cookies that uh -huh. I enjoyed. Ooh. And then at Mrs. Potts um, little, is that what it's called? Mrs. Back in Fantasyland? Yes. Um, no idea. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Crushing the barnstorm, yes. right? Or no, 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 I'm sorry. No, no it's the little, um, it's where they sell the soft serve in, um, it says Pinocchio's Village House, but that's not what that is. That's um, not important. What do they serve? They serve the, um, it's the Friar's Nook in Fantasyland. Sorry, that was going to bother me the entire time. There you go. Um, they are serving the snowballs. Um, so it's like a Snow cone. crushed ice. Oh. With blue, like, so it's more of like a frozen, and what did they have? I forget what the drink was there. Was it eggnog? No, but I think it might have been a apple cider. Okay. So, Not yeah, they, they have, like, different treats, and the one, we really didn't get a lot, because we, we ate, and we were just like, ugh, we were full. Speaking of being full, um... <laughs> Columbia Harbor House closes early, and I was like, Matt, we'll come back for this. We're going to go. We're going to do something. And we come back, and the guy's like, we're closed. And we were like, no. So keep your eye on the restaurant times, because we kind of thought that they were yeah. open the whole night, and they were not. So we ended up eating at Pinocchio's Village House, wow. which was not that great. Um, but anyway, we went into Club Tinsel, which is in Cosmic Race Starlight Cafe. <laughs> so that's where um, Sunny Eclipse is. And I thought that there would be more of a 
like a range of characters there. Oh, it's it was just two elves. It was two <laughs> elves and two of those reindeer that are in the parade, like with like the big the body heads. Ones. Yes, yeah. I, I so think weird. Yeah, yeah I do too. They have those like they're like the hyenas in yeah, the booty, yeah. like with oh. like the little, like, like they're very like, floppy. Yeah. It was a minor step up from Sunny Eclipse. It was like a weird dance party. They're playing Tayo Cruz, and we're like two weird elves running Dynamite. like. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> um, can so I just get down to brass tacks and talk about a totally Tomorrowland Christmas? Can we just? No, no, no. Go- that's not what we were, that's not what you want to talk about. I mean, I'm sorry. I meant Mickey's most merriest celebration. Okay, so we did the stage show, <laughs> and this is where all I. This is the take. the big stage show of the night. It's called Mickey's most merriest celebration. It's like it's the hocus pocus. N- it's new this year. Last year was called Celebrate the Season, which, in my opinion, wasn't that good either. Um, but this one. Was really called, called Mi- most merriest. Mickey's yeah. Mickey's most merriest celebration. And as I was watching it, I had my notes. Uh, I opened my notepad on my phone because I was like, I have to literally write down how bad this is so I remember <laughs> it because I have so much. It is just they're trying to, I guess, appeal to like the teen and tween demographic by like making jokes and songs about like technology there is a big song called text me merry christmas which (gasps) mickey and all his friends show up but wait a second donald's not there where's donald and there's a whole dialogue it's like i don't know daisy why don't you text donald and she's like well donald's pretty old-fashioned he doesn't really text but i'll send him one and so he, he shows up and then they break into this song and dance number called text me merry christmas which makes me want to vomit just talking about it that's were, a, that's a real um, song like that's a song that stands on its own what text me merry christmas <laughs> is a song Okay, oh, but they but they like add things like Snapchats don't last and voicemails are ghosts of Christmas past. That's an actual line. I think it's a straight no chaser thing. Oh no. This is horrible. Hold on. It still was pretty. But like they were like, Donald's not very tech savvy. Like the whole storyline that suggests Oh Wait. boy. Oh boy. This is mad is. Text me Merry Christmas. I, I've heard it before on the radio. So why he looks that up? Oh what? God, it is. It's it's um, Straight No Chaser, Chaser featuring Kristen Bell. Yikes! Of course Scott would know. Yeah. Well, that. I know music, so. <laughs> that was a joke. Though you're far from me, say you'll BRB. That's a text I'll never delete. Choose just the right emoji, one that makes me LOL. And if you text me something naughty, I promise I won't tell. That's a line which Goofy delivers, which is even... No! no. They thought it was silly. Oh, yeah, he says if you text me something silly, I promise I won't tell. But it still has the same context, and it's super weird. Okay, I didn't know that was a previous that was a previously existing song, but that song still sucks. I mean, it's garbage. Yeah, I it don't is, get me garbage. wrong. I hate oh, yeah. that song. But. And then they're like, and then Daisy's like, oh, we've got a special guest. It looks like she got my text. Clarabelle Cow rolls up and sings "All I Want for Christmas Is You" and it's garbage. <laughs> it and was so and the bad. The set pieces, like the dancers, all have like illuminated phones. Like that's. Like that's the core. Yeah, they're using like giant f- prop phones that look like like lights. Yeah. It's so cheesy. Like it is so. It is, it is really. It bad. was embarrassing. And they like, use the same ding dong sound that they do in the Hocus Pocus show. That I'm like, yes, here comes the Shadow Man, and it was like something sh- crappy every time. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, what else? Would, would, did I find any silver linings in this? Um, the three caballeros come out and they sing cool. Deck the Halls in Spanish oh, with a dance beat over it, followed by Feliz Navidad, that was of my course. Part. That was okay. Does it go, Vamos? Yeah, Vamos. <laughs> uh, oh, Clarabelle Cal, during a song that Catherine and I had no idea what it was, apparently called Ring Those Christmas Bells. Apparently, it's probably an established song. <laughs> yeah, but she literally, in the middle Don't of the song, goes, We need more cowbell and starts hitting the cowbell on her Which neck. Is just like, such a like what a sick joke from 15 years ago <laughs> SNL. So how long did you waste? 22 minutes. It's 22 minutes. Yeah. 
It's a long, it's a long show. Wow. I can't, I mean, this sounds like I'm being hypercritical and it is the worst stage show I've ever seen Disney do. It is embarrassing. It is a joke. Like it is, it is just embarrassing. It is not funny. There's no like, I, I couldn't figure out who it was trying to appeal to. <laughs> What was your sense of the people around you? No one was into it. No, it was a lot of like like going back and forth. We were like kind of towards the entrance to Liberty Square. So like there was just like no one was even like staying put. Like people were just walking. There was a large crowd because it's a a stage show in front of Cinderella's castle. But like I was I was also making note of that. Like I was scanning people's faces like, am I the only one who's really (laughs) not receptive to this? I wasn't. Yeah. I'm sure of that. Yeah. I would be shocked if that comes back next year. It was so bad. Yeah, it was it was awful. It was really, really bad. Um, we also caught a little bit of a totally Tomorrowland Christmas, which actually had a real live performer, like a singer, and mm. she was pretty good. There was a real live performer in Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration, too. Oh, yeah, like the background singers. The background singers, yeah. yeah. but this was like, she was like the centerpiece of this. Like, sure. she was like a performer, like with a mic. Like, it was a show where she was performing. And they had some characters come out and like... Is this the kid-oriented thing? Yeah. Yes. children or... Uh, well, I don't know. Club Tinsel probably is. They hmm. had little kids jumping around in Club Tinsel. This seemed more like... It's like what they do with like the Incredibles. They come out and then they'll mm-hmm. dance while someone's singing on the stage, so... That was all right. Um, we only caught the end of that, and then we did the merry, the very merry Christmas, or once upon a t- Christmas once time. Once upon a Christmas time at Christmas. Um, yeah, and that was it. Was <laughs> good. let me ask you, Catherine, because this is actually a, a heavily contested thing. Do you? I, I already know the answer, but do you prefer <laughs> the Once Upon a Christmas Time parade or the Boo to You parade? Well, the Boo to You parade is literally one of my favorite things in the world, so nothing really beats the, the booty. It is comparable, though. Yes, it I, is. I, it I has would a not fault. Tune. I would not fault a single person who says that they enjoy the Once Upon a Christmas Time parade to Boo to You. It's totally that's totally acceptable. It was it was really good. I felt like actually I kind of thought that the Christmas parade was a little bit more meaty than the booty you parade like I felt like the hmm. booty you parade was over in like 10 minutes it was pretty I, quick yeah yeah and this seemed like I like also about the the Christmas parade is they have live performers so like mm-hmm. they have the guys with like the tubas and yeah. like you know like a little band and it feels more like small town Christmas and they make it snow in, oh, Main, in Main, Street. Street. Did you watch it from Main Street yes yeah. we watched it from the center island and it wasn't that busy in that area. I, and one we were just walking around. There was no one near us. We were like by oh, wow. ourselves. Huh. We watched the later show. Um, and it comes from Tomorrowland. So as it was coming to us, they had a lot of elves like doing like crowd warm up. Like they were, they had these Christmas like bouncy balls, balls. And yeah. like they had these guys on, what were they on? Hoverboards or skate, skate. No, they were on a. They were on little like skis. They looked like skis, um, but no, they were the, uh, the pre the the elves, the pre-show elves. They oh, weren't on skis. They uh, were on like rollerblades, like or something. rollerblades, or like nothing says Christmas like rollerblading. <laughs> yeah, so they like had a lot of interaction and kind of. I I think I may have touched on this when we went to the Halloween party, but I thought it was cool at the Halloween party when we watched the Hocus Pocus show. They had some photographers just kind of wandering the hub area, uh, I just taking that, yeah. photos. Um, and we were standing there and they had the little plaques, like the, uh, photo that, pass. Yeah, they'd say the Mickey's right. Once Upon a Christmas and time like, parade. And like, happy holidays. And they were like, does anyone want a photo? Does anyone, does anyone want, want a photo with, with the, the sign? So like, oh, cool. we got a lot of these really nice photos right on Main Street as it's snowing. and Right before just, the parade started. Like, no you wait. Your Christmas card. I know, that's yeah. right. I was actually looking at them today. I was like, oh, that one's not so bad. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, so that was the Christmas party. No, and then Holiday Wishes. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to say about that. That's the same as it was last year. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's also holiday wishes is is really good. I mean, it's I mean, hollow wishes is really good too. I actually I'm gonna be contrary here. I think that holiday wishes for the Christmas party is better than uh, hollow wishes. I think it's really really good. I think it's really well done. I disagree. I like hollow wishes better. Well, fine. That's all right. Listeners Shots can decide fired. for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> However. I was, let's just say the stage show left a really sour taste in my mouth and it was, it's really hard to endorse the Christmas party. I I love um, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween so much more than this and 
if there was a better stage show that was on par with the Sanderson sisters, uh, stage show, which I'm forgetting the official name of that. Focus Bill and Spectacular. There you go. They should just do a live version mm -hmm. of uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, that would be awesome. I, I would, would say Mickey's Christmas Carol. Either, yeah. yeah, that too. I mean, or, the, yeah. or Muppet Family or Muppet Christmas. Family or Emmett Christmas. Christmas. Or Emmett Otter's Jug Band, <laughs> jug band <laughs> Christmas. And they had that yesterday. And then so they bring out the Riverbottom Nightmare Band. <laughs> I would love that. Although there were, um, they had the song in the stage show, which was maybe, I guess, a highlight for me. Um, Wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas, which oh, is yeah. from the Muppet Family yeah. or Muppet Christmas, Christmas Carol, Carol yeah. which is a great song, which was probably the best song in that whole show. So yeah, but overall, what were your feelings on the? I enjoyed it. We also that happened to be. I'm gonna transition away yeah. from the Christmas party. That happened to be Mickey's birthday that day. Um, oh yeah, and we had. You know when you have like a really good Disney day and you do like all the stuff you kind of want to <laughs> do? That was absolutely that day for us. We went to Hollywood Studios in the morning, got to ride Toy Story like right off the bat with no weight. Um, we got to, I was the rebel spy in Star Tours. <laughs> yep. And Matt always wants to be the rebel spy, so that was a good day for me. Not so I, much Matt. I felt joy for you. Thank you. We got on the great movie ride and we were on the absolute first car, the seat, and the guys like who were the cowboy and the MC were like talking to us and like and they were jokes and the they were really best, funny. The best cast members <laughs> I've had for great movie ride. That was mm -hmm. my best great movie ride experience. Yeah, it was awesome. And then we went to Pizza Rizzo, which if you want to go on our YouTube and check out uh, that information. Which was okay. Which was all right. It was a pizza place. But up until that point, we were having a... Really great. Day. Was it the same exact kind of pizza that the exact it is Disney pizza? There uh, is nothing. Special I was about not it. impressed at that wedding reception room. I was. I know. I, I don't know. Thinking, Maybe it was. Well, no. It's there's there's nothing impressive about it. It's kind of a turn off. I mean, and I was like, I don't want to no be there. There's no Muppet presence there at all. Like, Needs I was Muppet thinking presence. they'd have like even like behind glass, like have like silhouettes of the Muppets, like just yeah. something like posters or like even like a congratulations, like. Something it really we did to be fair go to the soft opening. So um we heard from one of our cast member friends that they are hoping to make that like a real like dance party. Like that okay. they'll clear out the tables. Cause there was like a like you would see at a, a wedding, like a wooden floor that was meant in the circle or in a square in the middle of the room. But it was it was very strange and it was super loud, like really loud. The music selections were freaking hilarious, though. <laughs> they did a really good job of, like, really creating a wedding reception. You feeling. know what it looked like to me? It looked like a middle school dance, and it made me really <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it, it, it kind of had that feeling. That's Yeah, that's actually a pretty... Yeah, that's a pretty fair assessment. So, anyway, um, so that was that. Um, and now, to kind of go with the theme of our podcast, we're going to talk about our, our day at the Tambu Lounge. We spent quite a bit of time at the Tambu Lounge in the Polynesian. Um, upstairs, we drank there before. That's where the Lapu Lapus are. Um, but we kind of just, we were in the Magic Kingdom and it was time for lunch. And we were like, what are we gonna do? We could go to Captain Cook's. Like we were thinking of, I didn't want to eat in the park. So it's like, let's go to the Tambu Lounge and have a drink. And then we'll see where the wind takes us because Trader Sam's wasn't open yet. Um, it was about noon. Um, so we went upstairs and we got a drink and the guy at the bar was saying, well, you can order from Kona at lunch, oh. which I did not know, which I know four of us have eaten at Kona before. Um, I wasn't overly impressed by it. It was enjoyable, but it wasn't yeah. like the best experience I ever had. That food was so freaking good. Yeah, it was excellent. It was amazing. The The food was amazing. Um, so we we were able to get um, pot stickers and then a salad. We split and then we ordered another order of pot stickers because it was so good. Yeah, it was, um, it was so really So just really a good. life hack that if you're looking for a, like a good yeah. lunch. Now they do not serve the Kona drinks at the, the Tambu Lounge. The Tambu Lounge has their own drink menu. 
but the food menu. So you can get a sushi roll there if you want right. to. Yes, exactly. anything off the Kona lunch menu wow. you can get at the Tambu Lounge, mm. but the Tambu Lounge has a separate drink menu. Understood. Which and is not all of that different from the Kona menu, but they do have, there are some things on the Kona menu drink-wise that they do not offer at the Tambu Lounge. Because I wanted so you're aware. the longboard, uh, uh, Kona longboard, yeah. blonde, and they did not have that. <laughs> um, that's okay. Because um, I had Mai Tais and they were delicious. Um, but, so that, that's just something to point out. That was amazing. And we met two listeners there. Well, Future listeners, new right? New listeners, not people that already listen, <laughs> but, um, two people that we met Angela who were super and David, nice. We had a great time talking to you. Like we, they left and we were like, oh, we're going to go follow them. Like they were, they were awesome. We had a fun like, we, time. Like we won't creep on Angela and David. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll let them have their own vacation. But yeah, they were really cool. We enjoyed talking to them and, and they, uh, that's just a great spot. Yeah. They subscribe to WDW happy hour right there. So maybe they're listening right now. So what's up? Greetings. What up? Anyway, um, that's just a good spot to go. I never really considered that a food destination, yeah, but man. now I would certainly do that. A hundred percent, I would do that again. Those pot stickers were so good, and that salad was amazing. Oh. Really, really, really good. Um, so then that night, really the whole purpose of us going down was to do Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. So if you want to talk about that. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam was pretty cool. Catherine liked it, seemed to like it more than I did. It is. It takes place, you watch it, right in front of the uh, Grandma's Chinese Theater. And they do, like, a lot of the new Disney stage shows and nighttime spectaculars, it makes heavy use of projection mapping. I think this is actually some of the best projection mapping that they've done in a stage show to this point. I think it is on par with uh, Disneyland Forever um, out in mm. Disneyland. And they project it right on the Grauman's Theater. It looks really good. The theming, it it's all takes place, um, it, the main thing is uh, prep and landing. So if you guys saw the prep and landing holiday movies, um, it's Wayne and Lanny. They're looking for Santa, who's gone missing, which takes you through a bunch of different holiday movies and songs and obviously fireworks. I thought it was really good. And they also do um, snow. They do, it starts snowing yeah, while you watch it. snow effect. But yeah, they, they did some really cool uh, Nightmare Before Christmas songs and spectaculars. What, was there anything else that was Yeah, really cool? actually the attention to detail I think is awesome with the projection mapping because before it starts, they black out the Chinese theater and it just is flirting. It's just snowing on the projections. Okay. And you can see the longer it's going, it's just building up on the theater. So over the sign where it huh. says the great movie ride, there's a bank of snow. So like, it looks it's like so it's cool. Like it looks it's like the snow is building, building up, up on the was, actual snow. It was really cool. On the, on the actual snow, on the actual sign. Yeah, oh. I really oh, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, so like wow. it looks like, yeah. and like all the little, so on the Grauman's, how they, the top peak has all those little lines that go up to the top. Each line had like a little drift of snow on it. Like, mm, awesome. so it got caught. It was really, I thought that it was fascinating just to stand there and watch the snow fall. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Um, so and then do you want to talk about the trees? I would love to. <laughs> this was another thing that I couldn't wait to talk about. <laughs> the Disney Springs Christmas Tree Trail. So this is something that we talked about last podcast that we were kind Correct. of excited mm -hmm. about. It's a bunch of different themed trees that they were gonna be featuring at Disney Springs you could go and, and look at. And if you're planning a vacation to specifically to see the Christmas Tree Trail, don't. It's not good. It's basically where it's situated is in the old parking lot where you the would bus come, stop. The, bus the bus stop, stop, where you would come into Disney Springs, into the marketplace. Yeah. And they basically just put a bunch of themed trees there <laughs> and not even like really great trees. There's one for- Oh my gosh, the Beauty and the Beast one is smaller than I, me. It's, I, it's I've, tiny. I, I've seen pictures. On it's it. horrible. And the one, was that Moana? We didn't even know what it was. The one for, no, it was Lilo and Stitch. Um, it was Lilo and Stitch, and, oh, we were, yeah, and it, wasn't, it wasn't even labeled, yeah. and I was like, this could be anything. I don't even know what this theming is. I couldn't get over how small it, I mean, our living room tree is bigger, <laughs> yes. like, and this is, this, like, I'm thinking these are going to be 10 foot, 15 foot trees. Yeah, and, and there's like, like a lot oh. of big signage, like, come check out the Christmas yeah, tree trail. Two it opens up at noon, so we were there early, we were doing a little bit of shopping, and they we were, were like, oh, we'll get so lunch. they were so rude to us, too, as we what? were, like, walking to go in, because... It starts at noon, 
and so we, we start walking over there, there and, and they, they open like... the gate and so we were like okay and she looks at her watch it's 11 57 she was like no not yet it's you're gonna not have new. to wait and i'm like what are you prepping the, the trees are right there you I mean, can't that, disturb the trees the spoiler guys. <laughs> alert is they prep they do snow so you have the snow that wasn't all that good it only really happened around like one or two trees it was so disappointing it was so it lame was, it was gross like hmm. you're walking on a parking lot to look at like there was i envisioned when i first heard about this like almost like a scavenger hunt like can you find the mary poppins yeah. tree do you yeah, see the little a, mermaid right. tree like they're all over like get you to walk around disney springs no like, it's, it's just in an area. isolated area where you wouldn't go anymore and it's just it reminded me of a craft show mm. it was mm. not good it's not the level of quality that that Disney should be putting out. It is not cool. Anyway. And then the last thing that we'll just say, because this is something we've never done before. We ate at the Frontera Kitchen um, in Disney Springs. Oh, yeah, we did. It was really, really good. They have the exact same avocado margarita that the Cava oh, has. Really? It's literally exactly yeah, the it's same. Yeah, it's called the Cava Day Tequila. So if the line's too long and you know you're going to Disney Springs later, you can go to the bar. What's the food styling there? I mean, what is the... It's all Mexican. Menu? It's all Mexican. Um, so was they have... That yeah, the go, one we were going to go to? Yes. Okay. And they just started... Very good. They just started taking tables in Wonderland. And we actually walked up. It was right before we were supposed to leave for our flight. Um, and we were thinking we just need to do something quick, but I wanted to try something new. So we were like, we're going to do this. So we ate at the bar. There's no way. Yeah. No, no way to just go see yourself at the bar. Um, just one That's more. Rick Bayless, right? Is the chef? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was a nice, Is he a nice famous atmosphere. Yeah. He, yeah. Is he related <laughs> to Skip Bayless? <laughs> I hope, I hope not <laughs> for his sake. <laughs> But yeah, that was really, really delicious. We had uh, guacamole and mm. we got a salad. Yeah, I'd definitely be willing to try that. Oh yeah, I'd like to go Mexican back. Food, so. I'd like to go back for dinner. Like and really drinks. hungry. Yeah. yeah. Have a feeling we might be back. Yes, but anyway, so that's pretty much. <laughs> that was basically our trip. There were definitely some some disappointments, but still a fun trip. Yeah, it was, it was good. But got hopefully, some, got some new stuff in. That's yeah, good. That's always a, yeah. That's what we were trying. For. I'm just saying, hopefully, if listeners are planning to go down during the holiday season, that they're Plan well prepped on what is worth your time and money and what is not. Right. So, heed our heed our advice. Well, right, let me just to kind of summarize: Christmas party worth your money or not? Mm. I think so. I think so. I I don't like. It. I mean, the Halloween party I feel like is a steal. <laughs> For what you, like, I think it's awesome. You can't take anything home with you at the Christmas party, too. That was one of my knocks, is that, like, mm. you get two bags of candy for going to the Halloween party, and you don't really walk yeah. away with anything at you the Christmas party. You can walk away party. with your um, holiday uh, Christmas party. And people just... Source for the Magic Kingdom card. <laughs> oh, that's true. But <laughs> people don't seem quite... I mean, at the Halloween party, the people who are dressed up are really into it. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you'll have people wearing, like, red and green and stuff. But, like, it was hot that... We were wearing sweaters, and it was hot. It was, yeah. like, 80 degrees as we mm. were leaving It's a hotel. lot more cool to see people dressed up. Yeah. And I just think it's a cooler... Yeah, I, I mean... I, I think the holiday, the Christmas party, is definitely worth it um, if you've never been before. But then after that, make your own judgment. I mean, this is our second, third year going. So, I mean, we clearly like it. but yeah. And I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. just I doesn't feel Don't want to sound like a humbug. Just because it was so hot. But, mm. yeah. But, yeah, we'll kill you. That's, right. So, that's it. That's our, that's our, that's our deal. Anybody have anything for last call? I got two things. What's that? All right. Well, first, I know last time in my last call, I talked about the Jamberries. Mm -hmm. um, if you go on our Facebook page, uh, Michelle Hopkins is a Jamberry consultant. Mm -hmm. um, I'm friends with her sister-in-law. And the Disney Jams are really awesome. So instead of going to the nail salon and paying all this like money for nails that don't last, definitely check out Jamberry. Go to our page. Um, click on our profile. Book a party. I recommend them. Yeah. And then two, nice. we saw Moana. Oh yeah. On Tuesday night. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we actually took our little neighbor boys with us to go to go see it. Absolutely a must see. Um, the music was excellent. Great yeah, movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's, it, once you guys see it, we could talk a little yeah. bit more. Catherine about and it. I are planning on going and seeing it probably this week. I would assume. Yeah. And, and 
Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to promise something that we might not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we we will talk about Moana. We'll <laughs> talk about Moana in some capacity in the near future. What but, do you think, but Scott? Good. I'm just saying, definitely, it was really, it was great. Go check it out. Go Scott, watch it. I, I said the word I used was breathtaking. Yeah. I mean, just the really the good. animation was fantastic. Mm. I agree about the music. It was yeah. was really Lin Manuel Miranda. Where can you go wrong? Yeah. There's one scene though that. It looks like stop motion. It does. You're right. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? I don't want to ruin it because you'll figure it out. The chicken. Sometimes. No, I was thinking about another scene. But I, well, I we noticed have it with that the chicken. Offline. No spoilers. But um, <laughs> it was just really... It, could, it wasn't stop motion, but the way they did the animation made it look like it. Hmm. And it was a really cool effect, I thought. Huh. I'm I'm very excited yeah, to see this too. movie. That's yeah, wonderful. and then Rogue One is right around the corner, guys. That's correct. So this is going to be a big. Which, uh, yeah, that would be my uh, um, last call. Would be that we got to see some uh, new pictures of the Star Wars Land expansion. Oh yeah, that's right. That's this came out the same day that the info came out about the new Magic and, Band. Yes. So a few new pictures of uh, Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I, I think those are just it's concept art. I yeah. mean, it's not necessarily what's going to be there, but right. it is pretty. It looks. It looks awesome. I'm excited. That's something Same. I can totally get behind because I like the property and I trust the Disney Imagineers who are doing it. Totally. Yeah. I was going to say, I saw another trailer too when we were getting ready to watch Moana at Cars 3. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So, Woof. they really didn't give too much. All it was was that lightning. That wasn't even a trailer. It really it wasn't really a, yeah, I know it wasn't a trailer. You know what? He got into an accident and it's, that was it. Mm. So to be continued until the sure trailer comes out. Yeah, so I'm sure keep it looks like the Cars out. version of Talladega Nights. Yeah, I thought you know what that cross <laughs> that did cross my yeah. mind. I'm actually yeah. into that. <laughs> yeah. So and John C. Riley will be Cal uh, oh Norton Jr. Cal, the car. Cal Norton Jr. and um, The Rock might be the new Josh Gad after this. Oh yeah, just I like, could just see him being in everything. Yeah. Like either as an actor or voice, voice. or whatever. He's already in but, everything. No, well, I mean like, like Disney, it seems like, 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 like Disney's Disney. darling where we're like we're going to take you to D23. You're coming yeah, with us like, like you're he's doing so, everything. He has no business being um, that charming and talented. <laughs> in Moana, he does sing a song and oh, I was really? very yeah. impressed. Yeah, I'm not going to give it away, but you'll you'll hear it. I'm oh. like, "Wow, he can act and sing." And it was again, good. no business. <laughs> the total package. Pat and I were saying that Linwell Lin Manuel Miranda will egot this year yeah. because of that. Yeah, he movie. will. I'm hoping he does. He got because of Moana. That's I would like to see him. He got this year. Yeah, totally. But anyway, all, all right. Well. Anything else? No. All right. Okay. Well, we'll Sorry. talk to you guys next time, and uh, just be sure to uh, follow us on all of our social media accounts. Just listen to another episode <laughs> if you want me to list all of them. Um, you know, any social media you can find us there. So um, please rate subscribe tell your friends it's a great Share. free yeah. christmas yeah. gift to recommend a podcast yeah. to a friend rate and review <laughs> us on itunes that is I, I know that we've said it before but that is really important um that you know to help us get our name out there and um, we love to hear your feedback i was gonna say if you're looking to plan a disney trip too yep you can shoot us job. an email Rob, you want to hit him with Oh, uh, yeah, address? so it's wdwhappyhour at nevergrowupvacations.com. Awesome. Or just reach out to us on Facebook. Yeah. We're here. All right, guys. All right. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.